Hey friends, this is Sugbury, and I am the host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so thankful that you even found us amongst all of the podcasts of this world. I've got a great show coming up for you, and if you enjoyed it, will you do me a favor? Wherever you're listening to your podcast, would you rate it? Um, hopefully it's going to be a five. Why do we do this? Because it allows us to rise up amongst all of the other podcasts. And why do we want to rise up? So we can bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the darkest corners of the world. So would you partner with us, rate the show each and every time that you listen to your podcast, and I will love you even more for it. This is Sugbury, over and out. Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happen if you say what you want to say? Hey, ladies. Hey. Do I have a show for you today? I am so excited about this topic we have here today. In fact, it's been one that you have requested as well. And today's topic is on money. Yep, you heard me, M-O-N-E-Y. And we're doing a regular series on finances of different areas of finance. Come and find us at himforherministries.org online. I am so thankful you're with us today. This is a listener-supported show. Click the Donate button and join us bringing all these great topics throughout the United States through radio. I'm so thankful you're with us. And like I had said, we're doing a financial aspect to this show on a regular basis. And we have Mr. Tony Parr with us from the Parr McKnight Wealth Management Group. Welcome, Tony. I'm so glad you're here with us today. Hi, Shug. It's great to be with you again. Now, you brought this topic up to me, and I loved it. The topic title is called Coffins Don't Have Pockets. Coffins don't have pockets. I just had to laugh because that sounded so bizarre. People who want to take their wealth with them. And so we're going to talk about the best ways to invest your life into the blessings that God has given you and how to give back. And not only that, we are blessed with his gorgeous wife, Christine, who is sitting with us here today. Christine Parr, thank you so much and welcome. My pleasure. Thanks so much. Tony, would you do me a favor and introduce your wife to our listeners? Oh, do you want to hear the whole story? No, don't just... go into the bedroom details. I just want to hear about her. <laughs> oh, Christine and I go back to fifth grade. We were each married to other people for 24 years. We found each other again at the 30th High School reunion. We were married on February 14th, Valentine's Day in 2019. Congratulations. So I guess that means we have our one-year anniversary coming up. She's my soulmate, my best friend. One year. You made it one year, Christine. Way to go. I know. Awesome. Awesome. And so um, the thing about Christine that really intrigues me is not only is she gorgeous, but she also is smart. Um, she's a graphic designer, marketing director of Pitt Productions. And not only that, she's a freelance graphic designer since 1996, working on all aspects of advertising, from brand development to any print-related project. In 2019, she added the role of marketing director to where? Par McKnight Wealth <laughs> Management Group and has assisted them in rebranding, creating a new website and generating new ideas. It's always great to have fresh blood, isn't it? It is. To just infuse that in a company um, on their contact and communication with their client. 
Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Now, Christine, you. you grew up in and around Orono. You've moved how many times? 19 times before I became age 20. Oh, my goodness. 19 times. You attended the uh, University of St. Thomas, where you met and married your first husband. And you have two beautiful, healthy boys. What are the boys' names? Nelson and Connor. Oh, hi, Nelson. Hi, Connor. I'm so glad that you're listening. And then you and your husband adopted a sparkly little girl from China, and her name is? Lily. Lily. Oh, I can't wait to meet her. I hope I get a chance to. Now, fast forward, after 24 years of a tough marriage, she divorced and later married a man she has known since fifth grade, which Tony had already mentioned. Mm -hmm. Uh, You both live in Wyzetta with your daughter, and Tony, awesome, you officially adopted Lily this past year, and the three dogs. Did you adopt the three dogs, too? Because, you know, they're part of the family. I adopted one of them. Two, two, one. No, they all belong to her. (laughs) (laughs) They're all committed to her. I just love it. Uh, Christine's passion lies in helping those less fortunate, especially when it comes to children and animals. I love you already, Christine. I've heard so much about you. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you, Shug. Um, Tony, I'm just so pumped. I don't hope you don't mind if I brag on you for just a minute. Tony is the partner and president of the Parr McKnight Wealth Management Group. And ladies, you're going to recognize his voice. He's been on several times before, not only on our panel, but he's also advised us in finances and other areas as well. But get this, ladies. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm here with a celebrity. Tony's team with Parr McKnight Wealth Management Group was recently honored by Forbes, F-O-R-B-E-S, yes, Forbes Magazine, as one of the top advisors in Minnesota. Way to go. I'm super pumped. I'm like clapping for you. Can can you tell us a little bit about the Parr McKnight Wealth Management Group and what you do there, Tony? Oh, sure. We're a group of uh, eight people. We spun off from Wells Fargo about two years ago, and we serve the investment and planning needs of about 200 families and about 60 financial institutions or 60 institutions. Those are mostly volunteer fire departments in the state of Minnesota. So they fight the fires and we help them invest their retirement assets. And, uh, you know, it's just a, a, it's stewardship really is what it is. I mean, you can wrap a plan around a pile of money, mm-hmm. uh, but you really have to do the right thing every single day. And it's a, it's a difficult business because nobody can predict the future, but mm-hmm. there are long-term trends that you can capitalize on and help people make good decisions about their money. And it's also a platform for helping people because when they trust you with their money, they tend to trust you with other things and mm-hmm. let you into their family. Mm-hmm. And we're able to use the collective wisdom of the 200 families that we work with and all the issues that they've dealt with to help each individual family. So we've got the collective experience of all of our clients and then the life experiences that I've been through, that Christine has been through, and that we've been through together. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's a stewardship-based values approach to investing where it's just a platform to help. Yes, Amen. I'm just so excited for you. And your family as well. You have children as well. Can you tell us a little bit about them? I do. I've got two boys, Taylor and Tanner. Uh, One is graduated in in the workforce. The other one is a freshman at Gustavus. And then I was just thrilled last summer to legally adopt Lily, whom Christine adopted at five years old from an orphanage in China. She's just got such a great heart. And Lily is 17 now and lives at home with us and uh, is what I call my delightful challenge. You know, she's a teenager <laughs> and uh, never had a girl before. So That's uh, very tactful. You know, I, think, I think we're learning together. I don't think I've ever called my kids a delightful <laughs> challenge. Oh, oh, there's joy in every challenge, yeah, Shug. Yeah. An opportunity to grow. Well, we're going to dig deep into pockets here, ladies. We're going to talk about money. 
We're going to talk about uh, philanthropy, a big fancy word for, you know, when God blesses you, how can you bless other people? And Tony, I love this topic idea. Coffins don't have pockets. Can you tell us a little bit about how you came up with that idea and what's behind it? Well, if I could throw a verse at you, Shug, it's sure. 1 Timothy 6, 7, for we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it. And I think, you know, money is not an end to itself. Money is a tool for helping friends and family and those less fortunate and yourself. Um, you know, one of, my, one of my gods, one of my heroes in the investment world is Dave Ramsey. And he said, you never saw a hearse that was pulling a U-Haul behind it. So, <laughs> you know, proper financial stewardship, proper financial planning is not only learning how to earn it and invest it, but how to spend it and give it away wisely. So mm. I hope we get into some of that today. Yes, let's definitely get into that. Now, you talk a little bit about a 10-10 spend plan. I know you brought that up at another show. Can you explain a little bit about that? And I know that you also had mentioned to me you've got five points that you wanted our listeners to understand and to know. Let's dig into the first one right away. Sure. Well, I think financial planning can get really complex, and all advisors have these software programs where we take in everybody's balance sheets, their assets, their liabilities, what they own, what they owe, their goals, their values. And there's a lot of moving parts to that. But if I could boil it down to something really, really simple that people can remember, it's the 10-10 spend plan. And that means 10%, that's the tithe. And that means right off the top, you're supposed to return what really is God's Mm -hmm. back to those less fortunate. And that's not all about money. Um, You know, Christine knows this better than anybody because she's given even when she doesn't have money because Mm -hmm. it's not just about money. It's about time, treasure and talent. Mm -hmm. God has blessed us with with those three things or at least one of those three things. So whatever we have to share, um, that's what we should share. So taking 10 percent off the top and giving that away. Uh, is important to us as a couple, but it's also about time. I know when times were kind of lean for Christine, um, you know, she was she was engaging in some trade-offs where, you know, Lily had gymnastics and it was very expensive for her to mm-hmm. pay for Lily's gymnastics. And instead of giving away money, um, she would donate her time in the church nursery. So, you know, I know that filled her heart and made mm-hmm. her feel like she was contributing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think giving 10% off the top is important and understanding that money is not, not a destination. It's, it's not about hoarding it because mm-hmm. you, you really can't take it with you. Really, you can't. Bum. I know there's some people out there thinking that they could, that's for sure. Um, you know, I think it's just such a good idea. You know, you said 10% off the top, you're tithing. Is that right? Mm-hmm. The yes. second 10% is? For saving. Saving. Save for a rainy day. Build yeah. up some margin. You know, my partner said uh, he learned a valuable lesson from his mother, and the lesson was, you know, if you own a car and you need a new set of tires and you don't have any money, mm-hmm. well, that's a crisis. But if you do have margin, if you do have some extra money set off to the side, it's not fun spending money on new tires, but it becomes an inconvenience mm-hmm. and not a crisis. So mm-hmm. it's important to, to build up an RDF, a rainy day fund, mm-hmm. you know, for, uh, you know for, for difficult times mm-hmm. because we've had 10 years of a wonderful economy. And things aren't always going to be great. The business cycle has not gone away. So I think in order to have peace in your life, number one, you give away 10% because God's going to bless you even more for Mm -hmm. that. Number two, you build up a big pot of money on the side so you can have money for those unforeseen life circumstances that Mm -hmm. do come up, and they will. They do come up. 
by the way. Mm-hmm. I just ruptured and ripped my ACL. I tell you, things just happen in a flash and a blink of an eye that you don't even expect. You're so right on that. So the first 10% is off the top. We're giving that to Jesus because he gave it to us first. Um, and the second 10% is something that you're putting away for a rainy day fund. What is that third area? The third area, it's 10-10 spend, right? Spend. So we Ooh, have, that's a good word. We have lifestyles that we like to live. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have a misconception that, you know, God is against money. God is against spending. He's against the obsession with money, the mm-hmm. excessive love of money. And I think we all have our guilty pleasures. And, you know, God wants us to be happy. God wants us to have things, um, not excessively, but, you know, spending wisely uh, and frugally is the, the last part of that. So 10% back to God, 10% mm-hmm. in the bank or in your investment account. And then feel free in a guilt-free way to spend the rest. And ladies, there we go. Cha-ching. Ladies, if you're just tuning in, this is Sugbury Women's Hot Topics. And today we've got a great topic, and it's on finances. Coffins don't have pockets. And we are here with Tony Parr and his beautiful wife, Christine. They are with the Tony Parr McKnight Wealth Management Group. But ladies, what I want you to know is that that first 10%, God has asked us to give it back to him. What does that look like? It means that you can give it to any charity, any way that you are glorifying God. And I would ask that maybe perhaps you could pray, go to himforherministries.org and possibly give a portion of that 10% to our ministry in the five different areas that we're in. And we are in radio. We are in speaking around the United States. We're talking in prisons. We're doing prison mentoring as well as we have prison housing for women leaving prison. Help us to reach out to women, not only inside a prison, but out bringing the love of Jesus Christ wherever we go. Um, Ladies, I'm so thankful that you're here. 10, 10, spend. Tony is sharing with us. Um, Tony, you talked as well uh, to myself about having a mission statement for charitable efforts. What does that mean? Mm. Here's our strategy. We have our finances automated and the 10% tithe that goes into a charitable bank account that we have. And every other month, Christine and I will grab a cup of coffee and she'll grab her her cup of tea and we'll go downstairs and we'll bring up our online charitable bank account. And our mission happens to be to help relieve pain and suffering with a special focus on children and animals. Oh, I love that. And by having a mission statement, Shug, um, I get calls from my alma mater. I went to school on the East Coast, and they were building a new science center, and they wanted money. Mm -hmm. And rather than giving them an uncomfortable no, that's not a priority for us, I was able to answer, well, you know, our charitable mission statement is to help relieve pain and suffering with a special focus on children and animals. We do review that mission statement every so often. So please give me a call back in a couple of years and uh, and we'll see if our mission statement has changed so we can accommodate a gift. Mm -hmm. So rather than just saying no. And, you know, I think all of us go to the mailbox and we see these envelopes with, you know, certain causes and everybody's looking for money. Um, It helps us say no to the things that don't match our mission statement and give greater gifts to those things that match our mission statement. Mm -hmm. So Christine will even challenge me because I've got a lot of clients that have special um, things that they care for uh, and they'll ask to donate and I'll be excited about helping clients and we like to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, But sometimes they don't match our mission statement. So Mm -hmm. she kind of centers me back to that mission statement. Mm -hmm. So it's a great tool to have when you're, when you're trying to acquire a sense of discernment about how to give. Mm -hmm. And another really thing, a uh, really fun thing to do with that is to include your children, because then, for instance, at Christmas we tell them that 
you know, they get a certain amount of money to give to whatever charity that they want to give to. So then we use our DAF fund for them to be able to give as well. And that kind of creates at a young age a way of them learning how to give and that it's important to give back. Mm -hmm. So DAF, would you explain what that is to our listeners? That is a donor advised fund that you can put money into. Actually, Tony probably should say it so that I don't uh, screw that up. But it's a... um, A donor advised fund. I refer to it as a charitable bank account. mm -hmm. And when we put money in that on a monthly basis, we get, and this is not why we give, but it's a pleasant benefit of giving is sometimes it's tax deductible. Mm -hmm. So we'll put money into our charitable bank account. We'll get an immediate tax deduction on that. It'll be invested in a fund so it can go up or it can go down. Um, but then we're able to make distributions out of that. It's kind of like putting a bunch of money in a bucket and then shooting a hole in it every once in a while so it leaks out in the direction that meets your (laughs) your charitable mission statement. That's a good way to think about it. So, Shug, ask Christine. She's very, very hard to to shop for. And we just passed Christmas, and um, she didn't want anything for Christmas uh, except for a white envelope. And what's that white envelope? A long time ago, I had read a story about... Instead of getting gifts, you get this white envelope with some money in it, and then I get to use it however I want throughout the year to give however I want to whoever I want. So Tony, every year, grants me this little white envelope on the tree, and then I have my money for the year that I can go, if I want to give it to a homeless person on the street, I give it to a homeless person on the street. If I want to help out my niece who's struggling because she can't buy groceries this week, I send her a little bit of money out of that. So it's just a really fun way to make me feel good and get to see smiles on other people's faces without them even knowing where it came from. I love that idea. That is so spectacular. You know, it just reminds me of the fact that God blesses us to be a blessing to other people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unless you set aside the money to say this is for helping other people, chances are you're not going to do it. And so I'm so thankful that that is a great idea. Way to go, Tony. Mm -hmm. All listeners out there, I think anybody, anytime, birthdays, whatever, um, would benefit from setting things aside to help other people. And I love what you said, uh, Tony. Remember, God is not against money, just against the obsession with money. Well, if you give it away, mm-hmm. if you, you know, you use what you need, you, you know, 10, 10 spend, like you had mentioned, but if you give it away, I tell you, there's such a joy when you do that because you're helping others make the wor- world go around in love. Amen. We're getting the love thing right. Um, Tony, if you could share with us just for a minute um, about your second point that you wanted to bring up, communication and transparency. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of couples, especially traditional couples or older couples, the man is typically the guy that handles the money. Uh, and maybe that's a choice or maybe that's just old school values. And I think since women outlive men, women really need to be a part of mm-hmm. the financial situation. I was meeting with a client yesterday And, uh, you know, I asked him if his wife was involved at all. And he said, no. And this gentleman was 75. He had brain surgery a year ago. And I said, Al, what happens when you're gone? Mm -hmm. Um, Is your lovely wife going to be grieving your loss? And then on top of that, trying to figure out your finances. And he's going to bring his wife to the next meeting. But, you know, I know that in reviewing our finances, um, Christine is engaged. She's always had her own money. She's always had her own her own um, her own savings accounts and Mm -hmm. own investment accounts. But when we're looking at our finances, we will review our balance sheet together. Honey, this is what we own. This is what we owe. And really what we owe is just our mortgage. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty much against any other type of debt um, because I want her to understand. And I want, since this is a second marriage for both of us, um, 
I just recall when she was making the comments about the charitable bank account, she, she said, he grants me this money. And that made me very uncomfortable because it's our money that we're just redirecting for her <laughs> giving. That stuck with me, honey. So I had to bring that up again. Um, no, I just think there needs to be a lot of communication around that. I think women need to be empowered with the knowledge of what's going on with the family finances. Mm-hmm. And in, in our industry, there are so many advisors, and I don't mean to knock them, but I'm going to. There are so many advisors mm-hmm. where a couple will come in for a meeting, and the advisor will look at the guy mm-hmm. and talk in what I call golden investment BS that, mm-hmm. the, that the wife doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. And I will just go out of my way to speak to the wife, and then every once in a while, look over at the husband, mm-hmm. because women need to know. They need to be empowered. Mm-hmm. And I think it was uh, Claire Wilkes Booth, or Luce. She was an ambassador to the UN. She said... Um, a woman's best protection is a little money of her own. Mm-hmm. So even though our finances are joint, Christine's got her money off to the side. And if I want to go buy a nice shirt, I'm going to spend my money over here. Mm-hmm. So it's important mm-hmm. to have things together and separate, but to be transparent and communicative about the whole thing. And I like that. You know, you're saying to communicate, to be transparent, not to hide things. You know, I got to say, I know a lot of women who hide their money from their husband. You know, they get a little stashed, you know, they... They skim from here to there and they, you know, put it in their pocket and you need to be open and and that's not God's way. Mm -hmm. God's way in our marriage is for us to be one. And so the first point you said was have a plan, 10, 10 spend. The second point you made is communication and transparency. And the third point that you're making is pooling resources. Yeah. And that's just a fancy name. We have uh, uh, Christine's son, Nelson. Uh, just recently uh, moved in with his girlfriend, and she's got her income, he's got his income. So, you know, they're challenged with figuring out how to how to share the joint expenses mm-hmm. uh, of the household. You know, the mortgage, the, the roof leaks, they need that repaired. Um, so it's it's important, and I think a great method is to allocate those expenses according to the percentage of income mm-hmm. that you make. Mm-hmm. So if Maddie is making 50% and Nelson is making 50%. They share those expenses mm-hmm. half and half. His name is Nelson? Nelson. Nelson? Mm-hmm. Put a ring on it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the fourth thing, debt and other financial leaks. You talk about leaks. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, I think um, Dave Ramsey, uh, we've already mentioned him. He said that uh, the, only, the only debt I don't scream about is mortgage debt. Um, so I really am against debt and leverage because, you know, I'll just call on Proverbs 22, seven, the borrower is a slave to the lender. Mm-hmm. You know, too often we spend money we don't have to impress people we don't like. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I think it's a vicious cycle. Um, and financial leaks are simply things you shouldn't be spending a ton of money on. Um, we both own used cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. I'm not in favor of large weddings unless you pay for them with cash. Mm-hmm. Um, credit card interest at you know fifteen, eighteen, twenty percent again is just a hole that you can't dig yourself out of. So yeah. do it the old-fashioned way. Mm-hmm. You know, pay cash. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you know if you don't do that right now, start. Right. I mean, I love your ten ten spend. Start setting stuff aside, doing it God's way. The last point I want to bring up, and I only have a few uh, moments on that is want versus need. Well, we kind of know what that means, but explain just for a moment about that. Oh, I think you've got your basic living expenses, the mortgage, the heat, 
um, your vet bills in our case, and you yeah. just have to establish a baseline and understand what those expenses are. And then if there's anything left over, you know, that's when you go after what you want. And mm-hmm. a lot of us have a very difficult time mm-hmm. discerning wants from needs. You know, do I need another shirt? No, I really don't. Do I need to pay the mortgage? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. So we just yeah. need to be careful about yeah. those two different wants things. Wants versus needs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just thank you guys so much for coming on. Our time is already up. I am so pumped. Christine, I'm going to bribe you to come back. You've got to come back and speak a little bit more. Tony Parr with the Parr McKnight Wealth Management Group. You guys, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us about coffins. Don't, ladies, have pockets. So we need to know that. We need to use our money well because it's been given to us as a gift from God. And if you don't know Jesus Christ in your life, Perhaps today is the day that you invite him in. Maybe you just feel like your life is out of control financially. You need some guidance. You need some help. The first help you need to reach for is Jesus Christ. And I ask that you do that today. Father, I'm a sinner. I ask that you come into my life. Be with me, God. Forgive me for my sins. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Oh, ladies, if you said that prayer today for the very first time, you are going to be rocking it. You're going to have the greatest joy ride ever. Tell somebody else. Find us online at himforherministries.org and let me know that you said yes to Jesus for the first time. Ladies, my name is Sugbury, Him For Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics, and we have big topics coming up next. Make sure you find us online. Um, I ask that you subscribe to our podcast, which can be heard anywhere in the United States, wherever podcasts are playing. John, thank you so much for producing with us. You're welcome, Shug. Tony and Christine Parr, thank you again. God bless you. This is Sugbury. I love you. Over and out. Over and out.